What is up, everybody? Hey, guys. Well, welcome to the Fat, Bearded, and Beautiful podcast. I know it looks a little different this week. We are doing a wifey takeover. Let's go. (laughs) What's up, Mama Saucy and Sauce McSaucy himself in the house? What is going on, everybody? Hello, Lily Ray. Hello, everybody in chat. Thank you so much for coming in. It's going to be fun. She's better than this than I am. I like it. Thank you. (laughs) It's my first rodeo. It's not too bad once you get used to it, I guess. What's being on camera and stuff like that's my whole thing i hate being on camera but i mean it is what it is yeah i guess i gotta get used to it eventually (laughs) yeah you do because i have old sacred over here and he's like you need to go live you need to do this i'm just like uh no dog i'm good i'm good jump on in here i have some i have some talking points listed out that i feel are meant for us to chat. Um, So I'm just going to jump on in. So one of these questions I have is, what are the FBB guys like off stream? (laughs) The same as you see on stream, at least mine is. That's exactly the way sauce is. There really is no difference (laughs) at all, which I think is awesome. He's a super confident guy and yeah, literally what you all see every day is literally what I deal with every day in real life yeah same here um i mean we just got back from vegas with uh lil james and tecker 33 they can vouch that sacred is the exact same in person as he is on stream sometimes loud obnoxious annoying oh if i say that he's gonna get mad so mad at me i'm gonna get punched Sauce is the same way. Um, Always super outgoing. Honestly, when I first met Sauce, I was a little bit more reserved, probably, I'd say, than I am now. He's really helped me kind of jump out of my shell a little bit, but it took some time. Am I swaying too much? It's just because I'm in a spinny chair. I like spinny chairs. No, it's because you're nervous. It provides movement. I would still spin in it even if I wasn't nervous. Yeah, that's, that's me. See, look, he just said titty punched. Yeah, I'll probably get it later. But <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't care. But yeah, I uh when I met God, I met Sacred 13 years ago now and I was uh more into the partying phase. I was 18 when I met him and always in the in the bar partying it up and then he came along and that was pretty much all she wrote. We've we've been best friends for this long and you know, now we're in a relationship and it's still the same. Some some things have changed since we've been in a relationship, but for the most part, it's nothing's changed at all. He still gets on my nerves sometimes. It is what it is. Well, me and Sauce met on Tinder, so we can kind of say we're a Tinder success story, I guess. <laughs> That's what I tell people. <laughs> Um, so we literally matched on Valentine's Day, as cliche as that sounds. But I was in college still when I met him. And kind of like what you said, I went through a very crazy party phase then. So right before I met him, I was out in the clubs a lot. <laughs> it's crazy because like I, I was married for 12 years. And then I just, it, I've ha- I have two kids, two beautiful girls. 
as everybody has seen, their dad and I just, we clicked for a while and then it just got to a point in my life where it's just like, I, I will say it, I am an, an attention whore and I'm not afraid to admit it. I will, I tell everybody that. And he's just one that wants to work, 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 work. And pretty much put the family on the back burner. And it's like, no, like, I need you here. I need your attention. I need your love. I need, you know, I need, I need, I need. He just, he's just one of those that he's just got to keep going, got to keep going, got to keep going. But in his defense, though, like he is a military vet. And I think a lot of it, he does that because he needs to keep his brain going to keep it off of the things that he's seen and the things that he's done. So it's like, I, in a way, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, I still need you here. I need your focus here, right. and yeah. I wasn't getting it, you know? So, I mean, like I said, it is what it is. We're better friends now than we were as in, in a relationship. Like, we get along great for the kids, and that's more than I could ask for, especially for my kids. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Lily Ray. She said we have very cute stories. <laughs> Oh, righty. So this kind of goes into the next question of what is it like being married to them? So I guess that's more along the lines of what it's like being married to a streamer. That's what you're trying to get at. So honestly, I mean, ever since I met Sauce, he's always been a gamer. So I've never been really a huge gamer. I used to play Call of Duty way back when, long time ago, <laughs> and a lot of games like that. Um, so it's... It's one of those things like when we decided that, you know, the best thing for his happiness and his career goals was to do streaming full time. Um, honestly, we had a kind of a long talk about just like finding a balance because it's it is one of those things where like you can dive into it and you're just doing it constantly all the time. And so I think we have found a pretty good balance with life. I mean, that is kind of like his nine to five in a way. Um, but I think it's important to you know, still make time to hang out and, and do other things outside of streaming and, and gaming and whatnot. Absolutely. And, you know, Sacred has been in the oil industry for God, 15 plus years. And he, once he started all of this, it, he, he knew I wasn't going to gripe and complain about it. Like I just, I don't care. My whole thing is, is if, we can, if you can help me pay the bills, I'm fine with it. Right. That's, yep. that's my whole thing. <laughs> like, as long as I'm not doing this on my own and I'm not sitting here taking care of everybody else on my own, I don't care what you do. Right. Go sell your ass on the corner yeah. if you want to. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's my thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't care. See, there he is. I mean, he just, this is where he's, where he's happy, the happiest. And as long as like, and I know how the oil industry makes him, like he gets really depressed and he gets really burnt out with it and he hates it and I get it, you know? So that's why I was like, he was like, well, let's, let's make this, let's do a trial run and see how this goes. And so I was just like, okay, you know, and so far, I mean, we had two great months and, you know, right now it hasn't been so great, but that's okay. You know, it's, we get it. It's the holidays. It's, you know, people getting ready for Christmas and New Year's and things happen. It's cool, you know, but as long as 
you know, like I said, we get the bills paid. I don't care what you do, honestly. Yeah, I totally, I totally get that. We had a big talk about that just because it's not a normal paycheck per se. Um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things. Sauce has always been my biggest supporter and he's always, you know, wanted me to do what makes me happy. And I obviously want him to do what makes him happy. So if that means it's streaming, great. If that means he's going to the moon, cool. I might tag along for that one. Um, but you know, that's, that's what ultimately is the most important thing. Um, and me and him are super creative souls. So I didn't expect him to be in sales forever. <laughs> like he was, um, we just, we like to have a different outlet. So that's what kind of, you know, brought us, I think to this point. And I've never seen him happier, honestly. Like it really, it, it makes me happy to see that this is his thing and we're building such an awesome community through it. And it's just great. It's great. It's different. A lot of people ask me, you know, what it's like kind of, you know, having a husband that does this because a lot of people say, oh, my, my husband would love to do that. You know, that's like, you know, his main thing is video games and this, this, and I'm like, well, anybody can do it. I honestly could probably try it <laughs> eventually, <laughs> which he pushes me to do all the time. I don't yeah. Know what I, would play, but... I, uh, I kind of have like my little stream set up done too. And I've pretty much like I've met all of the requirements to make affiliate except for the amount of days nice. to stream. Like yeah. that's the only thing that I have left to do. And, but it's so hard because yeah. my job is a nine to five job. And Same honestly, <laughs> it's, it's mentally draining so it's like by the time I get home, like I don't want to do anything. I just want to relax and yeah. enjoy my time with my kid and, you know, enjoy my time with him. But a lot of times he's streaming What by the time I get home, you know, which is fine. You know, I don't care. I mean, yeah, it's this is the happiest that I've ever seen Sacred as well. And I, like I said, I've known him for a very long time. I have seen him at his absolute worst um literally at the bottom of the barrel i've seen him like that and it's hard for me to to see him like that and see him so unhappy so it's just like i do everything that i can to try to make him happy so it's like if this is what it is then so be it you know like i said i'm i'm cool with it i mean it he was super supportive with me going back to work as well cuz it literally took me 2 weeks to make a decision Cause I went back to, you know, my old job and they literally had to beg me to come back. Cause I was like, I've been a stay at home mom for like the last three years. And it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to go back to work, but at the same time, I do need to go back to work because, you know, freshly divorced and I've always depended on a man to take care of me. And it's like, I didn't want that with sacred. Like I want to be able to say, I did this. I did this on my own. You know, I, I didn't have to depend on somebody to support me or support my child or I mean, either one of my kids, because I, I have custody of my of Bailey and my ex has custody of my oldest. Like that's where she wanted to be. And I told her, I said, I'm, I'm fine with it. If that's where you're the happiest, then go. You know, I'm still going to be here. We literally live five minutes away from each other. So it's not like I have to drive hours to see her like I can see her whenever I want um and we just kind of have that 
that relationship, that mutual, you know, respect for each other when it comes to our kids. But it was very, very hard for me to say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the leap. I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to, you know, put Bailey in daycare. And that's the hardest thing because I don't trust just anyone with my kids at all. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, at all. Like, people are shitty in this world. And I just... Like, that's my baby. Like, uh, one hair on her head gets touched, and I'm, like, losing my shit. Yeah. So, like, I will go to jail. (laughs) Hands down, I will go to jail for my kid, you know. But, but yeah, so I think the biggest thing with having or being in a relationship with a streamer is you have to be supportive. You know, like, that's the biggest thing. And I support Sacred 110%. He couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. And we're making it work. And that's, you know, it's all we can do. It's all we can do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It does take a lot of support. And it has its highs and lows like any other job would, honestly. I mean, I work in property management. And sometimes I feel like I'm running kind of like an adult daycare. (laughs) But I'm in front of people like all day long and, you know, it's, it, it has its highs and lows. It does. Um, and so, yeah, you just got to have that strong support system around you. And, you know, especially like with these communities we have, there's so much support, which is awesome. And it's just growing and growing and growing. So it's really cool to see from the wife perspective that doesn't stream and, you know, just to be involved with it. It's just really cool. And to see all the hard work that, sauce is put into his community and just, you know, finding his passion through it. I've had a blast so far. So I'm really excited for the future. I'm kind of pushing for us to do a meetup one day after COVID. (laughs) I think that'd be really fun, but yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're always down. Like, um, you know, like I said, we got to meet Lil James and Tecker in Vegas, and um, we've got to meet Bama Boba 220 and Lines Faded awesome. in Tennessee. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun, you know, to meet the, the different streamers out there, you know, and a lot of them are the same as they are on stream, you know. So lots and lots of fun. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we kind of answered this question already, but I'll still kind of throw it out there. How do you help and support the stream and how involved are you in the stream? So I, I think in the beginning, I was still just kind of learning about all this because I was very new to Twitch. Like I said, not a streamer here. Um, so I think it was, it was, you know, just kind of like a learning process for me, but I've definitely have become more involved as time has gone on. And I've also become more involved in, you know, other people's streams. We have a good friend that I actually work with currently um, that just started streaming and it's just really cool to see the growth and, you know, big thing, you know, within, I think both of our communities is to really help, you know, build people up and help them, you know, get to affiliate and, and just help them build a community and it's just really cool to see that. And, you know, I obviously witnessed Sauce, you know, start from the beginning, but to see other people be a part of that is really awesome. Um, so how do I support? I just, hey, I'm here for the support. I love him. I love the community. I'm here for it all. So, and of course, y'all can always reach out to me if you ever need anything. I know we haven't met in person per se, but I'm just going to throw that out there. If y'all ever need anything at all, 
message me. You can find me on Facebook. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Call me if you can somehow get my phone number. I'm not going to throw it out there, but <laughs> yeah, don't do that. You might get not going to, like yeah, you can, or that <laughs> I'm going to throw my digits out there, but you know, Hey, I'm always here is the point. <laughs> yeah. So we have a question from snakes gaming. Do each of you have one piece of advice for someone that is in a new relationship with a streamer and for the streamer, how to best focus the time together so that it's beneficial. My piece of advice for someone that's new to um, a relationship with a streamer, patience. I was just patience <laughs> um, is a very big thing because you, you, your significant other is working towards a goal. Like they, they have, they have a dream. They have an idea that they want to achieve. So patience is a big, big thing, something that I do not have. And I will tell you, I don't have it. <laughs> so again, back to being the attention whore that I am. It's like, okay, oh, okay. So now for the streamer, you have to find balance. Um, balance is a very big thing. It You have to set a schedule. Like you, you know, you need to... Set yourself a schedule and say, hey, these are the days that I'm going to stream at, between this this time and this time, and then shut it off. And then on your off days, your off days can be, you know, a little bit of content creation, and then the rest of it needs to be for your family. My thing of it is, is that if you don't set that schedule, um, it could be very detrimental to your relationship, and it can fail. Um, Sacred and I have had several fights over it because when he gets focused on something, kind of the same thing with my ex, when they get focused on something, they don't know how to shut it off. And I've had to tell him like, look, you, you're, you've been streaming for 10 plus hours. Okay. It's, it's time to poop, cut it off. Back, you know, like <laughs> it's time for bed. I'm tired. Let's go. And he's like, you could go to sleep on your own. You don't even need me. And I'm like, um, that's not the point. You know, it's like, I want to, you know, lay in bed, watch TV. And like, before I go to sleep and spend some kind of, you know, yeah, something just, you know, cut it off. And so that's, that's definitely my, my big piece of advice for, you know, the person that is getting into the relationship with the streamer is definitely, uh, patience. Patience is a very big thing support support your streamer significant other um with whatever they want to do because it's only going to help them with their goals with their dreams that they're trying to succeed you know um and compromise another that's another thing compromise is a big thing too i feel like with compromise you know comes with the with the schedule you know like you have to talk with, uh, with about them with the schedule you know um because i mean hell like i hate being in the house i really do so it's like i want to i want to get out i want to go do go sure. do things <laughs> yeah and i'm like I, I hate being stuck in the house so the fact that we just had this trip to vegas for four days was amazing because it got us away from the house it got us out and doing things and so yeah that's that's definitely my my take on the whole relationship advice thing um so if you have anything miss saucy please jump in 
Yeah, no, I honestly, I agree with all of that. Um, I don't have a lot of patience myself. I've gotten better, but as I'm getting older, I'm noticing, mm, yeah, it's going a little rough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just have patience with it. Um, oh, oh, why? Thank you. Thank you. What, can you not hear me? Oh, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I could hear you just fine. I, I got right here now. Everybody should be able to hear me. Um, but yeah, just have patience, you know, take one day at a time, especially when they're starting out. Um, I know when Sauce started, I mean, we've kind of changed his whole setup since then, but it's a lot of stuff, you know, it's, if you don't have any of this equipment and anything to begin with, which we didn't, cause we never really needed it, you know, minus an Xbox and everything, you know, just have patience with it. It is a lot of building and growing. You will spend some money. <laughs> If you don't have a lot of this stuff and you will continue to spend some money, um, but it's all investments in, you know, your goals in the future of what you want to make out of this. So. I oh, totally absolutely. Yeah. 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 He, that's the same thing. When we started this whole thing, he was like, you know, whatever I make off of Twitch, you know, it's just going to go right back mm -hmm. into the stream, you know, getting better equipment, you know, right. better visual quality, audio quality, mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, you know, yeah, that it's it's not my wheelhouse. So I've had to kind of learn along with the process because he'll be like, oh, I need this. And he's, I'm like, but why? Because <laughs> it's just not something I know anything about. But I get, you know, why it's to build and to keep going. And like I said, it's an investment. So definitely patience, take it day by day by day. And then, you know, exactly what you said, you got to have a little bit of a schedule. It's just one of those things that, you know, as you know, having a partner doing this, you want to see their face, not on a screen at, at some point. That's what I always tell Saucy. I'm like, you know, I'll pull up your stream all the time, even at work and watch you, but I want to see you <laughs> in front of me, not through Twitch a little bit. So you just have to find what works for you. Every, you know, relationship is different. Everybody has a different lifestyle. So it, and it's honestly trial and error with a lot of this stuff too. So, yeah. So we have, a guy in here hopefully it's a guy at least i think it's a guy captain dirty dan it was so, it's so funny because i was watching spongebob earlier <laughs> and i was like it's the episode where they're where sandy's hibernating and he, patrick and spongebob are arguing yeah. who who's gonna be dirty dan i'm dirty dan get you dirty dan <laughs> <laughs> oh the classics oh i'm such a kid i'm such a kid oh, I'm oh man <laughs> How involved in the stream are you? And what do you, okay, so that kind of goes in. I look, as far as my involvement with Sacred Stream, I try to be involved as much as I can, but there are just some times where I don't want shit to do with Twitch. I really don't. I, I just, um, I mean, obviously I'm a mod in his stream and, you know, I'm, I got the whole release the Kraken thing, you know, to, boot people out people yeah, love yeah, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people love that you know which is i mean which is funny to me but um but then we you know we do have our other mods in in his stream that you know do take care of it for him yeah i am more active in discord than anything just because like by the time i get home and he's excuse me since he's streaming like i i just i don't want to turn it on i don't want to sit and watch and you know and then whenever I do and I start, you know, trying to talk to everyone, it just becomes, it gets to, it 
becomes dead. So it's like, okay, I don't know what to talk about anymore. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go off and do something else. I'll leave him on my phone, but I'll just go off and do something else, you know? And then he gets mad at me and I'm just like, well, I, I don't know what you want me to do. I, I mean, I, I can't talk about the air in the atmosphere because uh, I mean, it's air. Uh, what do you want me to do? So it's like, I, what do you want? What do you want me to talk about? I, I have the same issue. I'm so socially awkward. So <laughs> I'm always like, um, and sauce just has kind of that natural, like I said, confidence and presence. So he could talk to a cardboard box and he would be fine. Like he, That's he just, crazy. no, no, you could though. You could talk to anything, anybody like, I'm just not like that. I've never been like that. I'm a huge introvert. So it's just not in me. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I'm not one to to start the conversation. Now, if somebody like starts talking to me, then I'll start talking. But I, I'm not, I'm not one to be like, oh, hey, let's let's talk about this or let's talk about that. I, yeah. I've, it's yeah. just not me. I've never been that way. I'm <laughs> I I kind of have a little bit of social anxiety, so I just I'm kind of like back in my little corner, and yeah. you know, if you want me to come out of that corner? You got to talk to me. If not, mm -hmm. that's where I'm going to stay. Right. So that's just, <laughs> exactly. Just leave me be. So, but yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much how it, how it is. Everybody in chat is saying we're killing it. Like we're better oh, than guys. <laughs> like we're, we're better than sacred and, and sauce. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. So coming for your um, brand. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Kylie said anti-social club. Yep. Oh, I'm right, right here. here. I'm the VP. Right there. What are you talking about? I'm right there. Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean that's Kylie made a good point. She's like, I do a good amount of lurking until mm -hmm. she, until she's summoned, basically, and uh, that's pretty yep. much how I am. You know, I'm yep. I do the lurking, and you know, he says, "Hey, I need you," then I jump in there real quick. Right. But yeah, other than that. I'm just whatever. Yeah. So yeah, but, no, uh, I get it. I'm, I'm always kind of like to the side. So like when I come <laughs> home for lunch, like y'all probably won't see me like in camera view, but I usually do sit in here and, you know, kind of see what's going on and whatnot. Um, but I'm not extremely vocal and I follow a lot of you guys. So a lot of times I will kind of lurk in your streams. Hi, how are you? I'm the professional lurker. Um, but, <laughs> um, I'm just not extremely vocal. I'm trying to be more vocal because right. I, I know it, you know, it definitely helps, but, um, it's just not, it's not my natural self. So I kind of have to. Exactly. Yeah. That's pretty know. much me. Like I said, I have my own little stream set up right next to his. And I know mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm streaming, you'll see him, you know, like his setup. Cause like the way my camera is angled, like you can see him playing or, you know, whatever, doing his thing over here. So yeah, it's like five feet that way and you're in my little corner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, it's not about the games this week. It's a very nice change, to be honest. Not knocking the boys. It's giving us different perspective on things that we tend to forget when we are behind the cam. Yeah, absolutely, Sneaks. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're seeing it from the wife's point of view. Right. You're not exactly. seeing it from from the guy's point of view. Yeah. So basically the uh what do, what do they call the wives? The um 
the support um, behind the brains, I guess, or something, something along those lines. Your your rocks, yeah. You're right. Yeah, your yes, rocks. There we go. <laughs> you said our rocks. Yeah, we try to be. Yeah. We try to be for sure. But yeah. um, you guys have anything for us to touch on, talk about? Yeah, ask we're, away, guys, while we're here in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm you, about to go to bed soon. <laughs> yeah. I know. I need to give Bailey a bath. Like, it's time for her bath. And she probably won't go to bed right away, but she uh, had a little late nap. So I did the same thing today. I took a nap. I had my TikTok going. I'm horrible. I will be literally scrolling through TikTok. And I'm that person that literally my phone falls on my face because that's sacred. That's sacred, right? There. <laughs> I feel like it's like sacred. literally. It happens to me every night. <laughs> sneaks, sneaks said, "When are we gonna have a ladies' night playing COD?" I don't play COD, so you well, will not catch me playing COD at all. I'm not a COD player. I used to be, but look, it's been a minute. I'm gonna do squats behind you, like a huge minute. So I would have to kind of practice a little bit. Oh, I, I can't do first-person shooters. Uh, oh, look, there goes them squats. Oh, thank you, because I really didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. I would have, but you know. <laughs> but no, hey, I would give it a try. Honestly, I think it'd be entertaining for all you to see, Like, because I literally haven't played. It. I played, I think it was on Xbox 360 when I played, honestly. Yeah. Oh no, James, you were not gonna get me to do the goat. Sac sacred, <laughs> you're being called. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> nope, it I am not doing that. Do it. No, I am do not it. I'm not doing that. Do it. No. Do it. They redeemed it for you. No. No, Saul's how to do squats behind her. You can do the goats <laughs> out here. Help her out, sacred. <laughs> There it goes. Okay. There's the goat sound. <laughs> yeah. Not happening. Y'all are hilarious. James wants to see the cod happen. Yeah. You're you're not going to see the cod happen. Not with this I'm, one. I'm telling not. you. If I, if I did it, it would be pure entertainment. Like, <laughs> because I, whew, like, I mean, I could probably try, like I said, but it'd be a one-time thing and I can't guarantee how long I'd play for. Yeah, Sneak said, you have Lily, Jeep, and a ton of other ladies to play with. Make a full ladies game night. Doesn't have to be caught. Okay, if it doesn't have to be caught, okay. then I'm good with it. Well, then we have options. Then. We have options. <laughs> we can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I can't do first-person shooter, so it messes with my head. Like, I just, yeah. it makes me sick, you yeah, know, and because of all of the jolting around and everything, like, oh, I can't. yeah. yeah. There he is. It gives me anxiety, so it's <laughs> like I'm on edge. Yeah, Kylie, go ahead. Redeem to see the Kraken and you'll see Sacred. But he's like, <laughs> he's right there. <laughs> so, oh, look, there it is. So get out of my nose. What is wrong with you? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's like trying to it's like trying to pick my nose over here. Oh, how oh. cute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is. He's he is waiting to pounce on the controller. He's like ready to play. Oh, I, I got this one over here. What are you doing? Are you messing with your your ties? You're getting antsy. Yep. Yay. Like what? So, Miss Saucy, who would win in a fight, Winnie the Pooh or Mickey Mouse? 
Oh, this was from earlier, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, it was. That's okay. So here's the thing. I really think Mickey Mouse would. However, you gotta be careful of Winnie the Pooh. He's got that pot of honey. And if you're not watching, he literally could come up behind you and just take you out. You got a point there. He really you got could. a point there. He could, but you know, Mickey Mouse, he's got the hands. He's got the hands. I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. That's a really random question, but that's tough. What do you think? I, I I'm kind of on the on the same wavelength as you are. You know, Mickey's got the hands. He's got Snake said he's got he has magic, and Pooh has nothing. Pooh's got honey. Got that honey. He's, he's got that jar of honey, and he's a bear, <laughs> and he will mess you up. So mm, I mean, yeah. give it time. <laughs> I mean, look, I met Winnie the Pooh when I was like four at Disney World. He was pretty sweet, and I met Mickey Mouse, and I don't think they're going to hurt anybody, but if it came down to it, I'm going with Winnie the Pooh all the way. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Mickey on this one. I I'm going to have to have to agree with the hands and the magic, because you never know. Mickey might be able to disappear and yeah. pull pants. Right. You know, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> never know how this could go. I mean, exactly. this, could, this could go one or two ways, really. Oh. Jeepin said Winnie the Pooh because he has all the pent-up anger from dealing with Tigger. <laughs> very true. Very, very true there. Very true. Anything else, guys? Now is the moment. Yeah, now is the moment because Sacred is clawing at the bits over here. Yeah, so is Saucy. All righty, guys. Well, this was fun. I liked it. Yes, this it was a... <laughs> This was a lot of fun, even though I was just like, I really don't know if I want to do this or not. But yeah, I feel you. I was just like, all right, let me let me go try to look cute real quick. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, this is good. But I am going to go to sleep because I have to work tomorrow. So I hope y'all have a splendid evening day wherever evening you are, day. morning, wherever, evening day, <laughs> evening day whatever time it Evening is. day, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be, but. Well, I, this was fun. I hope we get yes, to do it again. Yes, we should Good do talking to you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You too. Good um, night, get some rest, and yes. uh, enjoy your day of work tomorrow. You do uh, the same. <laughs> I don't get to go back to work till Tuesday, so I get oh, one more day off, go. and then <laughs> I get I get to go back Tuesday. So there you go. But all righty, all righty. Bye, everybody. Everybody, give it up for the beautiful wifey takeover, ladies. What's up, Sauce? What's good, Sacred? I feel like we got some business to take care of real fast. It is official. There was news today. Breaking news. The FBB guys are uh, officially just myself and Sacred Vision. Fat Thor has backed out of the podcast. Completely fine. No hard feelings. But he wants to pursue other things. We're going to keep it rolling. Yes. Um, also, we're going to be, starting next week, we're going to be including guests on the show. Um, we have our very first guest lined up, but we're not going to release who it is just yet. We do need to confirm 100%, but that's what's... That's the latest news. That's right. So no worries, uh, but we're just going to hop into it today. Um, I think the first question we need to go with is uh, the Winnie the Pooh versus Mickey Mouse debate. I think that's a pretty important thing for us to talk about. Mickey Mouse, hands down. Agreed that Mickey Mouse thug house is going to beat the ever-living Pooh out of the depressed kids at Winnie the Pooh. Couldn't agree more. All right, well, now that's over. That was quick. We had to agree. We had to agree. 
the biggest thing that happened this last week, hands down, Caldera drop. Yeah, I've actually, I just got back from Vegas, so I didn't actually get to play my first game until Friday. Got to play for the first time, got my first dub, actually my first few dubs. Well, I'm going to let you go first, Sauce. What is your honest opinion on Caldera? I think it is a good game, but it is not ready. They should have not, it should not have been released in the state that it's released in. But I love the map. The map is fucking awesome. I know you're not a big fan of the guns, but I enjoy the guns. I like the old school style of fighting. All in all, I think it is a very solid game, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to be worked on with it for sure. Too many glitches. There's no reason I should be able to um, pick up my gun and have a big black spiky thing coming off of it that blocks my screen when I aim. So here's my take on it. Love the map. I really do. I love the jungle theme. I think it's good, but there's a lot of campers. And the, the one thing that I don't like is if you're wearing the white, the white, the right color, you blend in with the bushes way too easily and you can't see anyone. I do not like that part, but I, I, I really am enjoying the map. I love the fact that they added, you know, more helis and they added the airplanes and the armored vehicles and stuff. I love that. Not a fan of the older style guns, but that's just my personal preference. Like I've never enjoyed the older style guns in anything like real life either. Like I prefer from, you know, the 50s on on up like World War or um, Vietnam, Korean War, you know, modern day stuff like I prefer those guns. It's just a personal preference. Um, I did find that there is a gun that I do like. Thanks to Sauce McSaucy in the game. It kind of slaps, man. The automaton. Yeah, that that gun slaps. It is a beautiful, 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 beautiful gun. Nearly zero recoil whenever you actually set it up correctly. Um, that being said, I actually like the guns. I like old school guns. They're fun. But uh, I do understand uh, your, your reasoning for not liking them. That's completely fine. Now, to address the, uh, the camouflage issue that you were talking about where your skins can blend in, I would like to say what's the difference between that and a rose skin hiding in a corner in Rebirth. Touche. No difference at all. Um, Sneaks Gaming TTV said the snipers need work. They don't nearly hit hard enough, which is right. And the dude, the ADS speed on them is insane. It's super slow. It's super slow. However, if you guys get that anti-tank gun, that thing hits harder than anything you will ever need. One-shot headshots anytime. And another thing, like they readjusted bullet drop and bullet velocity for the snipers as well, and it's getting really hard to, you know, adjust to that after playing this game for... Well, I've been playing this game for ooh, uh, 10 months, not even a year yet, and so readjusting to that, it was kind of hard at first, but I, I think we got it, Sauce. We got, I think I'm up to like 12 or 13 dubs so far on two days playing. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we've uh, gotten quite a few dubs on uh, the resurgence, but I don't have anything on the big map yet. Slim over here, uh, SlimWS98, says airplane controls suck. I agree. The airplane controls are super, super difficult. Uh, all the vehicles are really hard to control, but that's because at the time there was no power steering. Um, so it does make sense why that would be a thing. But, you know, it's kind of what it is. Now, I do have a question for you, though, Sacred. Do you think that Warzone has done enough to win back the casual player because they definitely lost them for a long time. Honestly, I don't know, man. I, I think the way that Battlefield dropped and the way that this dropped, I think a lot of people are going to stay on Apex and Fortnite, to be honest. And, you know, they promised the anti-cheat with the new season. 
It's still not here. Like, why not? Now, we talked about it a little bit. Um, they did ban over 100,000 accounts. That being said, it's not enough. But they have banned 100,000, which is a start. It means they're doing something better than twiddling their thumbs and sitting on their ass. So a lot of people in chat are saying it's not enough. They're they're losing the competitive players as well. What do you think on you know all the tournaments and stuff? What do you think that's going to do? Do you think it's going to help the tournaments with this this new map drop, or do you think it's going to hurt? Well, it's definitely going to revitalize everything. Everybody's going to be a little upset at the beginning. You've been asking for change. Everyone wants something new, something different. They drop something new, something a little bit different. It's going to take time for everyone to get used to it again. That That's how every drop is. That being said, I don't think there's going to be any difference. I honestly think that Activision is in a point as a company with a video game like Warzone that they're not going to have an issue. Now, my biggest thing that I'm a little annoyed with is they are not on the Vanguard engine on Warzone like they said they were going to be. They are still on the Modern Warfare engine for Warzone. To be fair, I enjoy that that engine. I really do. Um, I had the Black Ops Cold War and I hated it. Like I bought the game and I won't even play it for anything. Level up guns, nothing. Like I hate it. It's terrible. Uh, ATS997 said they released anti-cheat in Asia or something, didn't they? If the technology is there, then just drop it. Uh, from what I've been uh, piecing together, from doing a little bit of research here and there, is that they dropped it in uh, Asia to test it and kind of get it up to snuff before they release it over here in the States. They're trying to, uh, or in England as well, where you're at, but they're trying to make sure that it is going to work 100% before they drop it because they know if they release it and it doesn't work, they're going to be in so much hot water with everybody here. Someone, Sneaks Gaming said, no glitches, no sound problems, no gun balancing patches, just make a complete damn game that works as intended. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. I don't think anyone's going to release a complete game that's up to snuff ever again because what you're doing is you're testing the game for them you are the game testers that they're not paying anymore so essentially the big game corporations have killed the game testing profession i'm not going to say it's dead but i am going to say that they do not have anywhere near as much or as many people there testing the games looking for all the bugs like they used to there used to be hours upon hours that they had people like i don't know if you guys have ever seen grandma's boy like, obviously, this is a, a, a movie. It's not a real thing, right? I love but that movie. It's a great movie. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, recommend it. But they would literally assign levels for people to beat and then report on any bugs, fix anything that was wrong with it. Because when you were releasing a game back in the day, you were releasing the entire game. But now you're releasing the game that barely works. And then you're fixing everything in updates as you go. And people have been okay with that. Like people are going to get annoyed, but you're still buying the game when it drops or you're downloading the free game when it drops. You're still playing it. It is what it is. You're not going to do anything about it. The only thing that's going to do something is if you don't buy a game because there's not an issue, like because you don't want to do it. And I don't think that, I mean, Activision is a massive company. I don't think that the Warzone population is going to drop bad enough where they pull the game. Like they're going to pull the plug. Like it's, I mean, look at Fortnite. Fortnite's population dropped tremendously and they never pulled it. If anything, it's growing more because of these crappy games that are coming out. I think that's kind of the wave of how it's going to go. That you're not going to see a complete game anymore. It's just not going to happen. It's going to be the, as uh, Shindala said over here, minimum viable product will be released. They will update it. 
until it gets a little bit better over time. Eventually, it'll get to a good working point, and by that time, they're already releasing the new game. Sneaks Gaming brought up a good point. I know I've said his name quite a bit, but he said, I wish we could get a big group of real gamers, not suits in an office to make a game, produce the game, and release the game. It would work like it's supposed to, not be trash like the games are now. What do you think about Dr. Disrespect starting his own gaming company? I mean, I think it's a really cool idea, and it's cool in theory, but eventually it always turns into the same thing. People don't go in, like I guarantee the people who created Activision didn't go into it with like, yeah, we're just going to create the the minimum viable product and release it. They were like, you know, we're going to create a great game. We're going to give awesome, awesome play for their, our community. It's going to be amazing. And they had great ideas and intentions. But in business, the only thing that matters eventually money. is how much money you bring in. Money talks, man. Everyone has a price for everything. And shortcuts will be taken to make more money. Yeah. I mean, essentially, because that's what it's boiled down to is what's the cheapest way to make this, this game viable? And that's pretty much what every gaming company is doing right now. They're taking the cheap ways out, obviously. So what can we do to fight that, to combat, you know, that, that mindset? Tell you what, stop buying skins. Stop buying all these freaking armor packs. Stop buying all these gun packs. Stop spending money in the stores. Just buy the game. Once, they, once their money starts going down, they're going to start asking, what's wrong? What's the problem? I have around four to 500 hours of gameplay in Warzone. You know how much money I've spent on Warzone? Zero dollars. I have not spent a single dollar on Warzone since season five, I think. Season five, which was two seasons ago. That being said, do I want some of the new skins because they look cool? Yeah. Do I want some of the new guns because they look cool? Yeah. Am I going to give them money because I'm unhappy with their product? No. <laughs> I think you have to have a line in the sand. Not even the bat. I've never bought a battle pass. Never bought one. The I'm only game bad. I've given any money to has been Halo recently. And that's because that's a company that I think actually cares about what you listen, that what they got going on. Halo actually fixed things within a week of release. People were upset about things, so they immediately fixed it. And see, if they would listen to their community, there would be quick and easy fixes. Honestly, it doesn't take much to go in and recode something and drop an update. Like you can do it in seven days. Overboard FG over here said that is true. I was on a programming organization uh, for text-to-speech. The board cheaped out and decided to automate the, all the creation. Screwed all of us. I have a question from Angel Girl, our New Zealand listener and follower. She says, I've been playing Halo campaign. Have you played it yet? And what do you think of it? To be fair, I'm not a campaign person. I don't really play campaigns often. It's something I, I want to try to get into, but I've heard good things about the Halo, um, or not the Halo campaign. Well, the Halo campaign too, but I've heard good things about campaigns in general this year. Um, everything from Vanguard to Halo, but I am just not somebody that plays them very much. Yeah, I haven't played Halo at all yet in the, the slightest sense, and trust me, Sauce has been trying to get me to get on. So it's something I, that I might be downloading on my PC very soon. Um, and Halo is one of those games, like, if I'm going to play it, I, I want to play the campaign because I honestly enjoyed the campaign of Halo, just like I enjoyed the campaign of Battlefield back in the day, just like I enjoyed the campaign of Destiny 2 up until they started deleting everything. Slim over here said, uh, Halo and Destiny, I'll spend my money on those. Now, my next thing, uh, next topic I wanted to go into was... Uh, Rebirth versus Resurgence. 
and what your thoughts are on each one and why one might be better than the other. Resurgence is fine. I mean, because that's honestly what I've been playing. Um, but I want my rebirth back. It, the game plays faster. The games are quicker. It seems to load in quicker. Um, it, it's just the my movement, you know, versus everyone else's movement. I seem to play better on rebirth. And that's just, it, it's a personal preference. Yes. But I, they need to bring it back. Like a lot of people are upset and angry. Yeah, but they're definitely bringing it back. Um, it's going to be back in a couple days, actually. I think in like four days, it's supposed to be dropping again with some slight changes. From what I'm hearing, it's supposed to be uh, set at dusk to where it's a little dark whenever you're uh, playing through it. But it's going to be with Vanguard guns, uh, if I'm not mistaken. There's that. Uh, Resurgence is something I've really enjoyed. Uh, I've always been a uh, Rebirth slash Resurgence player versus big map. I like the big map that they have right now. So uh, Resurgence is kind of cool because I get to experience little sections of it at a time and kind of learn the map out. But I, I definitely prefer I prefer uh, the smaller arenas with faster pace, for sure. Sneak said, oh, great. Darker skin cells are going to skyrocket for dark skins, LOL. Only if they are willing to spend the money, which you already know they are. Not all of us. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm talking about the average sweaty player is going to be buying it. It's going to happen no matter what. It's going to happen. The next uh, little topic I had was possible metas that could be coming out here in the near future. What do you think might be a meta in the Vanguard guns? I think they're going to they're gonna nerf the Automaton, and they're going to nerf the STG from what I'm seeing, bro. So I know the ground loot MG82 is trash, but I've been seeing a lot of YouTube videos and TikToks on the MG82 built correctly. That thing is shredding. Yeah, that MG42 is ridiculous, man. Um, I've seen uh, different things where people are shredding with it, but I, I just can't like to level that thing up. You have to start with it looking like a hexagon when you're shooting. I can't be doing that. I just can't. And honestly, I don't see them nerfing these guns for a little while. I think what they're going to end up doing is having the Vanguard guns super OP at the beginning to make everyone want to buy Vanguard so they can level up their guns faster. That's what it's about. At the end of the day, it's about selling Vanguard because it's a free game. Warzone's a free game. They want to make money. Someone in chat said, uh, Jarazov said the M1 Marksman rifle, the M1 Garand is going to be the new meta. What do you think about that? I agree. The M1 Garand is the DMR all over again. It is a three-shot kill. If you get it built right, it is fantastic. That is going to be a really good gun. Uh, I also think the car is going to be super, super awesome once you get it built. Uh, the Automaton and the STG are obviously the go-to assault rifles right now. Um, super, super awesome guns. Um, also, I don't know if anyone's talking about this, but the freaking pistols are ripping right now. Like, they are destroying things. You can literally run around with a pistol and attack knife if you wanted to. Or a uh, fighting knife and... Do whatever you want. It's not a problem. So I have a question. So did they change something for plunder gun leveling? I spent an hour in plunder and gained one level in three matches of plunder, and they are not short matches. I think they did adjust that, to be honest. I think your fastest way to level guns right now is either one, playing Vanguard, or no. two, playing Resurgence. Yeah, so when I'm in Resurgence, I've been leveling up, leveling, leveling up guns pretty quickly. Um, so that, that's honestly what it what I've been doing to level up my guns. It's it's hard and it's a grind and I know it sucks, but that's that's what we have to do. It's all about the grind sometimes. 
which I would rather grind and get my guns where they need to be instead of buying blueprints. Again, buying blueprints is how you give money to them. So grind, guys, grind. Um, now onto the next uh, game, Battlefield. So apparently Battlefield has a lot of uh, fixes coming here in the near future. But my question for you is, is it too late for Battlefield to recover from the missteps that they've taken? Yes and no. They're not going to gain the full base that they had or that they could have had, but people are going to still play Battlefield because, you know, they're they're like us. They're, they're, they're tired of Activision. They're tired of COD. Some people hate Fortnite. Some people hate Apex. So they're, they're going to be looking for that style of game. People are going to drift in and out. And as long as they fix everything, what, dude, word of mouth is the greatest way to advertise. Like if I go live on stream and say, you know what, Battlefield fixed all these things, blah, 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 blah. And that affects, you know, people that view me, then those people are going to start playing. Then they're going to tell people, then they're going to tell people. It's just, they have to fix what they screwed up. Battlefield could have been an amazing game and they dropped the ball. And this is coming from a diehard Battlefield fan. They dropped the ball. 100% could have been a great game. Could have been fantastic. I honestly think that Warzone took a lot of ideas from Battlefield for their new Warzone map. They're giving you more ability to do a lot of the things you can do there. They have drop on their guns now. A lot of things that actually really translate to me to Battlefield. Now, honestly, an idea popped in my head a second ago while you were talking. Do you realize how much free advertisement that these games are getting by having streamers just play games on streams? A lot. Like, I never really thought about that, but I'm a free advertisement for Warzone, Halo, and whatever other games I'm trying to play at the time. Like, that is crazy. <laughs> so someone in chat brought this up. I know it's completely off topic what we've been talking about, but it's something that I'm honestly super stoked and excited for. EA Sports is remaking NCAA college football. So a lot of people and even a lot of streamers are going back and playing 13 and 14. What is your take on them remaking college football? Because I'm not an NFL fan. I, I've never been a huge Madden fan, you know, whatever. Like, back in the day on Super Nintendo... Madden 95, 96. Some of you guys are not even old enough to remember that, but that was the shit back then. All this new stuff, like, it's trash to me. I cannot wait to see what they do with NCAA football. I'm going to fully enjoy that as long as it's made and done properly. What do you think? I am in full agreement. I'm a huge football fan. I'm an Auburn fan, uh, War Eagle. Uh, Go Tigers. <laughs> I love college football. I still play my NCAA 2012 game on 360 regularly um i have a lot of buddies that are sports streamers they stream ncaa 14 revamped or regular ncaa 14 uh one of my buddies nasty natty gaming he actually is uh he just put in his partner application here uh, about a week and a half ago and he plays ncaa five nights a week on stream it's a thriving community. It's a super, super awesome game. You can create a lot of great content on it. I am super ready to see what they do with the new one. I am nervous that they're going to fuck it up, though, um, because it is EA. And what does EA do? They fuck shit up. Pay to win. And I just don't want to see the version of Mutt that they have be the whole reason they do it. I just don't want to see that. But we'll see what they do. We'll see if microtransactions are going to hit super hard or if they're going to give me that nostalgia boner that I want from that game. Yeah, Battlefield dropped my nostalgia boner. Yup, 
Battlefield was uh, it released in horrible condition. Maybe they'll be able to recover. We'll see what happens with that. Um, the next uh, question that I had here actually had a redeem this week. Uh, somebody wanted to go over this. It's what games are uh, really good for community build, uh, building and why they're important for socialization. Ways you can find a stable community to thrive in. Uh, at, oh, God, I hate, I hate these words coming out of my mouth. For the last 10 months, I have been streaming cod man Warzone. um i've built an amazing community we have an amazing discord we have an amazing community i've met some amazing friends i met sauce because he streamed cod i met bama bubba 220 because he streamed cod i met lines faded the degenerate patriot uh papa drock sergeant jackson jeep and ginger little james tecker so, like, bearded wonder like i can't name every everybody there's just so many people that i've met because cod has a massive freaking community i've met every single person in my community minus one or two because of cod cod has a massive community base another game that has a massive community base which you don't see a lot is destiny those games like the the first person shooters um there's there are you know niches for you know the mmos world of warcraft we started playing one on stream called elion elion is a brand new game so it doesn't have a massive community base but it potentially could as long as they continue with the you know with the updates that they have planned those games with the massive community bases are the best ones to start out on and i do not recommend starting your community being a variety streamer wait till you build your community then become a variety streamer i understand where you're coming from um i definitely think that cod obviously has a horrible reputation as a community right that they're super toxic and super super uh issued right with racism everything else right that being said i have been um fortunate enough to be streaming warzone and building a pretty awesome community if I don't say so, if I do say so myself, uh, y'all are fucking amazing. But honestly, I think this could go for anything. It doesn't have to be like your big name brand games. You can find a community on anything. Like I remember whenever I was little, I used to make friends on RuneScape. Like you'd just get on and you'd find friends that you were playing with and you'd go hang out and socialize that way. Especially doing, uh, during uh, COVID right now, when everyone is not going out as much. Video games are a great way to play and like socialize with people it's freaking amazing like i'm just saying it's super super important someone said in chat arc uh the upcoming arc 2 minecraft world of warcraft any fps farm simulator truck simulator anything like that i agree i think the main thing is that any game you can you can do it on any game as long as it's a multiple player game that you can thrive and hang out with people in it's something you can do I have a buddy of mine, uh, Table Toppled Games. He uh, He's newer to the community, but he literally plays like Magic the Gathering. And one of the things that he does when he goes to a new area, like if he just moved there, he will go to a local card place. He'll go in and play and make friends. That's what it's about, is being able to go somewhere and make friends. So I think that's super, super awesome that the gaming community is everywhere and able to make friends with whoever just by being there 100 percent. i've met some of the most amazing people playing this dumb game that i hate so much that i continue to play because they enjoy watching me play this game and rage so overboard fg said for me games have definitely been my outreach for social interaction where i live 
we have had uh, been in lockdown for nearly a whole year. So connected through games is highly important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more because I'm I you know you you know Saul. So most of my chat knows that I do suffer from PTSD and social anxiety and manic depression. And for me, me being in Vegas, like I was freaking out. V and Lil James and Tecker, they could tell you like I, I I was at I was at ease in the hotel room, but I'll you know I was constantly watching over my back, watching over my shoulder, playing these games and streaming. This is this is my social interaction. This is how I meet new people. This is how I I talk to people. This is how, you know, I interact with the world. So doing this has been such a blessing for me. It really has. Speaking of Vegas, uh, the next thing is about self-care. And one of the big things that you've done recently was you saw that you were kind of getting bogged down and you took a break and you kind of refreshed. So uh, can you talk about how uh, that's really helped or how it's not made any changes. Let us know. 100%. So went to Vegas and it was the best thing to happen for me, honestly, because I was able to get away and come up with some new ideas. Um, for a little while, I, I kind of lost what I was known for. You know, I'm known as, as a hype streamer and I kind of lost it. I got more focused on gameplay and dealing with that aspect. And I lost what I was known for. Going to Vegas, I was able to revitalize my my passion, revitalize my love for streaming, revitalize my love for COD, um, and be able to just get fucking hype again, man. Like it, it was just we had to recharge. And me and V's relationship, you know, grew in Vegas. By the way, Sacred did get laid in Vegas. Shout out to Sacred for that. Let's go. Um, but it, like you it, dog, <laughs> it's okay to to take a step back. I mean, don't, I, I wouldn't recommend anything other than two weeks, 14 days, because your community eventually is going to migrate to somewhere else, but you need to take a break, take a step back, assess your situation and just, just take a vacation, take a break. If you can't afford to take a vacation, take a vacation from streaming. It will help you. I promise. I actually have a uh, message here. This is uh, for the topic we just were talking about a second ago. Uh, so it says it's from Layla one, one, two, two, zero for me. Gaming is about having fun and socializing with new people around the world and making new friends as I am a shy person and it helps me build my confidence a lot more. And I appreciate everyone that plays with me. Yeah. Like I dude, if you, you were to say sacred, I'll give you $5 million to name all the friends you've met playing COD. I couldn't do it. I, I literally couldn't do it. Like I'm going to forget somebody. I just, I couldn't do it. It's been extremely humbling to think that, you know, no one's going to want to play with me. No one's going to want to watch my stream. No one's going to want to play this game with me. And all of a sudden have a massive following and a massive community. Like, hey, hell yeah, let me jump on. We'll run some games now. Adorkable Corey said your community will always be there for you whenever you come back. So take care of yourself. It's super important to take care of yourself. And I think part of taking care of yourself is keeping yourself on a routine. As a full-time streamer or as a content creator of any type, it can be super overwhelming if you're not keeping yourself on a schedule. Now, this could be said for any profession or anything that you do in life. A routine is a good thing to be in because it builds a comfort and you know what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be doing it. A comfort and a, a consistency, essentially. Yeah, it's all about consistency. And like I have a routine now where because obviously I do this full time now. So I will wake up in the morning. I'll get up. I will. uh usually get a big old glass of water, start making TikToks for the day. And I will, you know, hang out a little bit and then get ready to stream. 
be done around the time the wife gets home, hang out with her for a while, play some games with the boys after she goes to bed. But I have a plan for my day, and that's super, super, super important. Now, as Adorkable Corey says right here, for me, a routine makes me more anxious and stressed. That is completely fine. If it makes you more stressed, don't have a routine. Go with the flow. That is completely fine. But I will say for me, having a routine is important. I would be more stressed out if I didn't know what I was doing for sure. Yeah. And back to the self-care thing. So I, I went back and looked at some of the pictures, you know, we took that were taken and I really, that's why I don't post a lot of TikToks or don't post a lot of social media. And that's why you guys only see certain parts of me. I was not happy with the way my body looked. Got to change it. Got to, got to make a move to, you know, to change things. So I started keto. So I'm, in a few months, I'm no longer going to be fat, bearded, and beautiful. I'm just going to be bearded and beautiful because I will not shave my beard or trim my beard until I get to the weight that I want to be at. That's awesome. Let's hear it for sacred. This is an awesome freaking adventure he's going on, guys. Fucking amazing. Yeah, um, it, sucks. it sucks. It's it's hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie because I like soda. I like burgers. I like pizza. I like pasta. I like rice. I like jambalaya. I like gumbo. Bread. But it's... It's gonna. It's better for my streaming career. It's better for my stream. It's better for my own self image. It's better, you know. For it, it, there's no negatives. To, well, the only negatives is I don't get to eat junk food. Uh, I've got Jesse Juniper, who is uh, this is a first time viewer, uh, first time chat. Says as a person dealing with chronic depression, anxiety, OCD, etc., routine is a helpful way to deter being overwhelmed by whatever. And I, I would like to add to that and say nothing is one size fits all. Self-care is not a one-size-fits-all blanket for everybody. It's just not. Your self-care and my self-care will not be the same. That's why it's called self-care and not everybody care. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more. Um, your lifestyle is not going to fit my lifestyle. Uh, it's, it's just the way it is. Everyone's body's different. Everyone's opinions are different. Everyone's self-images are different. It, it's what you feel you need to do. Not about what the world feels like you need to do. Like, Sauce, I'm going to bring up some personal stuff, um, if you don't mind. Go ahead. So Sauce puts out a lot of TikToks, and people go on there, and someone made a comment that he should sell his Xbox and buy a treadmill. If that would have been somebody in my community, I would have lost my fucking mind. Because, first of all, mind your fucking business. This is what's wrong with the world. Mind your fucking business. Don't worry about anybody else. I think Sauce is amazing. He's the most humble person I know. He is always about helping everyone else. Don't fucking talk about people you don't know. Like, for real. Like, I, it took everything I had not to comment on that on his TikTok because I follow Sauce on TikTok. He makes amazing content. If you guys aren't following him, please check him out. Sauce makes saucy. But, yeah, that dude is a fucking douche canoe. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I've realized that regardless of what you do in life, there's always going to be somebody that is going to say something and try to throw something at you, right? So it is what it is. I'm not too worried about it at all it's a dude that didn't even have a picture of himself on his profile never made a video Imagine so that why do i care what they have to say and yeah i'm a big guy i like pizza and i like video games <laughs> you know it is what it is <laughs> the old saying and there's an old rap song that used to say uh if you ain't got haters you ain't doing it right sauce you got your first hater my guy oh it ain't the first one it's going not going to be the last one it's fine like, I've been dealing with haters my whole life, bro. Keep <laughs> it up, Sauce. You got the Vision Legion behind you, baby. And look, the Sauce bottle's popping, baby. It's it's spicy up in there. Woo! It is spicy. I do want to read this part right here uh, from Layla. It says, self-care is more important than anything in the whole world because a lot of people go through things that they need to 
uh, you're uh, you're going to go through bad things to get to the better things. And it's never going to be perfect because no one is perfect. And she said, I have depression and I do have a lot of troubles, but I push through it, which is, you know, the most important thing is that you're taking care of yourself and you got a whole community here to support you and help you out with that. So just know that we're here. We love you. Yeah. You're, you're people that come into this community. Just know you're, you're not alone. And I say this community because a lot of me and Salsa's community is intertwined. But yes, it is two separate communities, two separate entities. But I got Salsa's back and Salsa has my back. And if anyone needs someone to reach out to, literally just pop in the Discord and there'll be 50 messages in each one asking you, hey, do you need to talk? Here's my number. Mama Saucy over here commented and said, Sauce always handles the haters graciously. He's better than me. I was compelled to get in those comments. I literally have to tell her every single time that there is a hate comment on one of my videos to put your phone down. <laughs> like she is an attack wife. She will go beat them up for me. Damn, do we got a second crack in here? She is, uh, she's scary. She's. Uh, she has a sweet sauce and a spicy sauce. Uh, so, uh, she, she, uh, she gets real spicy real fast. Miss Kraken goes, that's me. And just released a bunch of Kraken emotes in chat, man. Like, oh, she loves, oh, she loves confrontation. She really does. She will go off on somebody. And it's so funny. I'm so glad she didn't see that comment on your stuff, to be honest. Hey, no worries. No worries. Like I said, it won't be the last time I get one of those. Um, I actually haven't told anybody about this yet. I'm going to be making a TikTok about it here, moving, uh, here in the near future. But after we move to the new place this Saturday, Michelle and I, Mama Saucy, are uh, going to be starting our weight loss slash getting healthier journey as well. Bro, I'm here for you. Any we can we can push each other. I do have a question. Um, so question for you, Sacred, because Sauce is such a jolly dude. How do you convey to your stream that you might be having a rough day so that people like me don't go over the top with the trolls and make it unpleasant for you? Um, if I'm having that bad of a day, honestly, I'm not going to stream, like, honestly. Um, and if I am, like, I will just make a post in Discord and letting people know, like, hey, um, I'm really in my in my head right now. My depression is really bad today. I won't be going live tonight. Or the Kraken will post for me. And we'll get through that together. And the community is fully there they understand um if it's that bad where you can't take a joke don't stream don't go live because people come in the stream to have a you know they come to have a, a great time they come to be entertained and make jokes and you know be goofy and that's okay and if you're having a bad day that's okay too like it's okay to be down like i'm not perfect i've i've went live where i was not feeling it chat let me know sacred what's wrong are you okay we we know something's not right and there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Uh, if you need time, like let's say that you have a schedule and you want to stick to your schedule and you feel bad about not sticking to the schedule because you need to take care of yourself. You need to know that it's okay. Self-care comes first. Your community will understand. They love you. That's why they're there. They want you to be the best you can be. So... If anyone here needs any time or anything, wants to talk, anything like that, my DMs are literally always open. Message me on Discord. Shoot me a whisper on Twitch. Whatever you need to do, I'm here. I will talk. I'll see what you're doing. Um, that being said, I also go through things every once in a while like anybody else in the world. 
and I will eventually have to take a day off for it. I've had to raid out earlier than my stream was supposed to end before because I knew I just wasn't in the right headspace. And I don't want to give you guys subpar content because I'm not feeling 100%. Yeah, exactly. And Sauce, you've been in the... So I've gone to where I was supposed to stream a game and done just chatting streams. I've gone on late at night doing just chatting streams and talking to my community about what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what my emotional state is. And it's been nothing but, you know, an outpour of love and support. So just be upfront with your community, like be real, be 100% real. Like people ask me all the time, what's the best advice you can give me to streaming? Be real. 100%. Like be real. James is in here. Kraken's in here. And sauce talks to me off stream all the time. I'm the same person on stream that I am off stream. I'm not going to put on a fake fucking face and show everybody. Hi, I'm sacred. How's everybody do it? No, fuck that sacred. You don't like me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Move along. Agreed. I think that's the, the key thing to any, but any stream being successful is you have to be yourself. You have to be 100% honest with who you are. And if you can't do that, you shouldn't be streaming. To me, that is what it is. You're lying to your community if you're not being who you are. I will say it's different for people like Dr. Disrespect, who literally created a persona and sticks to the persona when he's streaming. That is him creating a whole vibe and a whole concept on its own. But if you're presenting yourself as, hey, this is me, and you're not, you're just being false and you're lying effectively, which is no way to build a community. And if someone finds out, your community is going to be gone super quick. People don't like to be lied to. They like genuine interaction. 100%. And a lot of people don't like Dr. Disrespect because they don't like his persona. But what they don't know is that's not really him. He is a really humble fucking dude. Like if you've seen videos of him in real life and if you've met him in real life, like he's not that guy. When he's in that character, that character is like that. But the man behind Dr. Disrespect is really not like that. All right. So my next uh, thing that I want to have here and we can talk about is how do you stand out in a sea of streamers that stream overpopulated or over streamed games like Warzone, Apex, Fortnite, things like that? What do you do to stick out from the pack? I literally think we just answer that question. Be yourself. Be real. Be original. Um, come up with things that make you shine a little bit brighter, like um Make your visuals and your design on your channel pop. Um, like, that's why mine's white and purple. That's why my colors are purple. That's why the background is the way that it is. I want to pop, and I want to stand out from everyone else. Don't do what everyone else is doing. I would agree. I think being authentic is definitely the key, but also being original in your titles is super, super huge. Using the tags right is important. I think there's a lot in just, like, creating the name of your stream and the tags you're going to use and your go live notification to being successful. Like I've started adopting the, uh, the making questions of the day. Exactly. Like fetal just said tags, what tags? So if you look in your uh, title, if you scroll down, you're able to put different categories that you're, uh, you're doing underneath the game. There's things that I'm able to click on. Like I usually use body positivity, uh, mental health, things like that on there because I'm really I think those are important things that I want to talk about during my streams, and I want to make sure that is super important. Now, people aren't using those quite a bit because they don't even know they're there. Those are ways that you can actually be found on Twitch through somebody searching for that tag. So those are super important in my mind because I've, if you look on your um, your stream manager, it'll actually show you which tags are being you're being found in. 
because some people search just for body positivity content. Some people search just for mental health content. Some people search just English content, so on and so forth. Anything you can do to make yourself stand out is super important because putting, hey, our COD, super chilled COD stream, come hang out. That is the most overplayed title on COD. Come hang out or pushing for affiliate or anything like that. Those are a dime a dozen on there. Yes, exactly. That's why I don't know if you've noticed, but some people in my community notice I've been getting a little bit more creative with my titles for my streams. Yesterday, I had one that said, I have a gigantic dot, 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 dot. And everybody that came in, you know, all my my sus people are like, whoa, Sager, what are you talking about? I was talking about a pimple. We know where their mind went. But <laughs> you you have to be original. You have to stand out. Make your stuff stand out. That is the key to success. That is the key to being a great streamer. Um, you just be real. I mean, be real. Like, I'm a goofball in real life. I'm a very sexual person. Like, my sense of humor is like a 13-year-old. But I show that on stream to an extent, but also understand and realize that, that there is a line. Like, um, the, there's a line between Sacred and Sean, and... Sacred's fine. You don't want Sean because Sean's a dick. Sean's an asshole. You you don't want that. Adorkable Corey brings up a point here that I 100% agree with. Never use mentioned you in a go live notification. I have am so, so annoyed when people use mentioned you, gifted you a tier three sub or anything as their go live notification. It is manipulative in my brain um it is it is super 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 cringy to see somebody do that i honestly uh i think moving forward if i see anybody doing that i'm just going to start unfollowing people because i i hate it that much it is so so annoying to be fair i used to do that i'm not gonna lie i, I used know to do that. i did it for like a week and then i started seeing everybody doing it and i was like okay i'm fucking getting annoyed with this so i stopped doing it because it was annoying me i was like man this has got to be annoying everybody else the kraken said this yes be creative and be your own self oh and by the way do not steal other people's hard work if it's something that you find interesting and you would like to use for your own stream ask the worst that can happen is they say no. So recently I found out someone stole my emote, my entire fucking emote. Like they didn't even change it the slightest. They just took my fucking emote and uploaded it to their channel and claimed it as their own. It pissed me off because they didn't even ask. If they would have asked, I would have told them, yeah, because he's been a part of my community for a while. He stole my shit and uploaded it to his own stream and took credit for it. Like it's not even that great of an emote. It's just some words ask fuck i'll make a new one here have your own what's what's your colors like i don't mind doing that stuff don't steal people's shit man we we talked about this in one one other episode a couple episodes ago sauce is famous for playing pokemon on stream i never beat the game i wanted to play it what did i do i asked sauce sauce no he doesn't fucking own pokemon but do you mind if i play this on stream he said go for it so i went for it ask that's all you can do I mean, I think that's just common courtesy. So I feel like there's a there's a disconnect currently. People in common courtesy and common sense. That's another topic for another day. Absolutely. Do you have any more topics for tonight? I do actually. I have a few topics. Uh, I I went I went ham on uh, writing out topics for tonight. I think the next thing I really wanted to talk about was Facebook versus Twitch and YouTube. 
why you picked to stay on Twitch. I didn't think Facebook had a big enough following and I didn't think I was big enough for Facebook. So I went to Twitch or big enough for YouTube. So I went to Twitch. Facebook doesn't have a big enough following. I wasn't big enough for YouTube landed on Twitch. Understood. So I think that there are pros and cons to all three. Um, your pros and cons for Facebook, being able to share your lives to people on Facebook is super, super easy. You can get a big number of people in there pretty quick if you are a decently social person. Like I have about, I think, 1,500 to 2,000 people that I am friends with on Facebook right now, uh, just from high school and from where I've lived over the years. That being said, the cons are it is a social media. It's not a gaming atmosphere. YouTube has quote unquote, better discoverability. I don't really think it does. I've checked it out. It's really hard to find streamers on YouTube. Really difficult because YouTube will always be a free service to find videos that have already been recorded. That is what it was known for. I picked Twitch ultimately because that is what it is. It is a live streaming platform. So that's what I did. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that was an easy, easy topic. Well, the next topic is with the big signings that you've seen, what do you think that it means for the future of streaming and where do you see streaming in the next five to 10 years? It's still going to be a battle between Twitch and YouTube. I think Twitch is going to, they're going to improve some things and I think they're already started improving things. I also think YouTube is too new on the streaming side for gaming. Um, someone in chat literally just said YouTube is great for how-to videos and that's true. That's what YouTube is known for. So for at least another 10 years, Twitch is still going to be king. In my, that's my opinion. So a lot of the big signings that you've seen, you've seen Tim the Tapman, you've seen um, Twitch sign Nick Merckx, you saw that Ludwig just signed over there on YouTube. Now, I think the future of streaming in the next five to 10 years is that it's going to become more and more popular. You're going to have more and more IRL streamers, just chatting streamers. It's going to be less and less gameplay eventually, I believe. That being said, I don't think gameplay will ever be dead but I think YouTube had a bigger signing with Ludwig than they did with Tim the Tatman, even though they are comparable size streamers. I just think that YouTube is going to be able to take over the IRL market more so than Twitch will. I think Twitch is going to end up going back to gameplay eventually, and that's going to be more so their strong suit. But that's just my opinion, of course. Yeah, I think the IRL stuff, YouTube is going to have a little more lenient rules for that. And I think Twitch is still going to, you know, ban for the sexual content. And I still think Twitch is going to be king of, of gameplay, honestly. I think the live streaming platform that is meant for live streaming is just super, super important. Like, it's just, it's built for it. It's built different. But, uh, last... Bang bong. <laughs> Fuck your life. Um, but the last question I have for you is what is your favorite part of streaming? The interaction with my chat. Honestly, this is my social interaction. I love it. I love people coming here and chat. Um, I do. God, I hope this doesn't kill my my viewership and my, my community. I, I'm not a fan of lurkers, man. Like if you're busy, you're busy. I completely understand. But I would rather people that are in my stream be chatting because I'm the streamer that feeds off my chat. 
I that's I'm more chat oriented than I am gameplay oriented. I used to be, and I've gotten away from that, and I I hated it. I did not enjoy it. I am more of a chat person. So if my chat's popping off, I'm having a great time. I'm vibing. I'm full of energy. I'm like insanely hype. I feel like you get better content if the chat is popping. That's just the streamer that I am. Where well, I see where you're coming from, of course. Um, you already know that I love my lurkers, so like I have no problem either way. But I think my favorite part of streaming, uh, well, first let me say uh, Jesse Juniper said doing this, connecting, which obviously connecting is huge. Connecting is probably my second favorite thing. Yeah, the interaction, right, 100%. But my first favorite thing, I love raiding somebody that has like no one in their chat and they're not super, they're like on the point of where they're trying to decide if they're going to be a streamer or not or if they want to even continue doing this and you raid them and you bring all that energy and so much freaking hype and it gets them so excited. And they're to the point where they're like, they're like, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. This is awesome. This is something I really enjoy. Like let's, let's talk about bearded wonder. We raided him the other day. It was super fucking amazing. He literally went from having like a couple people in there to, we dropped, I think a 20 something person raid on him, which was super fun. And like, you just see the excitement in his eyes whenever it dropped. It was so fucking cool. And we're, he's super close to hitting his affiliate mark right now. I have another buddy of mine who I plan on rating today, who is super close to his affiliate mark. I think I asked him today, he's at a 2.85 average viewer. So a raid today will probably get him to affiliate. So that's why we're going to be rating one of my buddies today. Um, at least I am. <laughs> but rating is probably my favorite thing. For sure. Rating is my top three. Um, rating can be difficult. Like if you pick a random and they don't pay attention to chat and you raid and they don't even acknowledge your party or you, it's it's heartless. Like it's like, okay, thanks for that slap in the face. But if you raid someone that's genuine and that's like super humble and like, oh my God, I have two viewers and I just got rated with 10. Thank you guys so much. Show appreciation because I don't have to bring my community over there. I don't have to bring Sauce's community over there. Sauce doesn't have to bring, you know, the Sauce bottle or the Vision Legion anywhere because I do take recommendations on who I rate. And it's always an option. Like one of your friends might get rated. Just make sure that they know if we rate them or if anybody rates them, it doesn't even have to be us, that they show appreciation for that 100%. Have you guys seen the way that I react when I get rated? It's like super hype and amazing. Just make sure you acknowledge those people. That's it's very important. Um, so Layla has a question for you, actually, Sacred. Um, so she asked, so if you ever did have to take a break from streaming for like mental health issues or anything like that, um, when you come back, would you have a chat about why you took a break? Me personally, I would, just because of the person. Like I tell my community everything. Depending on how you are with your community, if you're a very private person, then no. But if you are, you know, again, genuine real upfront with your community then yes like you know dropping them an explanation won't hurt like 90 percent, 98 percent of the time everyone in your community will understand i 100 percent am in agreement with you there's a level of trust that you have to have with uh, your community and they have to have with you so being genuine being honest being open is super, super important in my opinion. I want you guys to know how I'm feeling whenever I feel a certain way. I'm not necessarily the best at telling you sometimes, but uh, you can usually see on my face how I feel about things. 
I am a super, super jolly person, as some people have called it uh, here recently. <laughs> whenever I'm not or whenever something's going on, you can tell like it's on my face and don't feel like you shouldn't. Yeah, you can. Exactly. Corey just said, oh, we can 100% tell when you're annoyed sauce. Exactly. Because I'm not going to hide my feelings. It's not going to happen. Like I got nothing to hide. This is me. Mama Saucy told you earlier, I'm the same off camera, on camera. It doesn't matter. I'm boisterous over the top and in your face most of the time. <laughs> Sneaks Gaming said, have you noticed that a lot of people in the gaming community, whether they are streamers or just gamers or supporters, often have similar life instances or emotional issues in their past that brings them together 100%? I think that the gaming community as a whole, you know, in general at least, has found games or gaming not just because it's fun, but because it's a coping mechanism to some extent for something that's going on. Like if you're stressed out and you want to come home and release some stress, you play video games. If you are dealing with depression, sometimes you just want to sit back, play video games and kind of do whatever you're doing. Like, I think that's, we all have traumas in our lives of some sort that we're going to be able to relate to with somebody else. Everyone has a coping mechanism of some type. Video games, for some, some people resort to food. Some people resort to, you know, locking themselves in their bedroom for a little while to listen to music and have themselves a good cry. So it, it's all about stress relief in general. Some people sleep. Exactly, Layla. Question. How would you guys handle getting frustrated by technical issues while streaming? The question was asked by Texas Vargolf. Uh, that question was, uh, how do we deal with technical issues and not being frustrated with them? Yes. While, while you're live. Um, I don't know how to answer that because if I have a technical issue, I get a little annoyed with it. It happens. I try my best to fix it as quick as possible. And I try to move on. I try not to dwell on it. I am a perfectionist to some extent to a flaw. Um, if things aren't perfect, it bothers me, especially when it comes to a product that I'm putting in front of multiple people like i want i want this stream to look great like i spent i spend time doing certain things like today with doing these uh topics that we were talking about today i literally spent a good two hours today thinking about what we we're going to talk about before sending it in to the fbb guys because i thought it was super important to have good topics so for me i don't know the answer to that like you can see on my face whenever something annoys me so I just try to move on as fast as I can. Another question. How do you deal with being so eager to stream and you come to stream and no one's there or it's just dead? That's super tough. Super tough. But at the end of the day, you're not streaming for, I know this sounds selfish, but I'm not streaming for you guys. I'm streaming for me. Like this is what I love to do. I love playing video games. I love hanging out. And I live for being able to interact with you guys. Obviously, I love that. But at the end of the day, it's 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 for me. So I have to make it what it is. Like, if you want there to be chat, you're going to have to start chatting with yourself a little bit. It's easier whenever you have somebody in your headset talking with you. Like, if you're playing COD and you have somebody in your ear and you're playing with them and hanging out, that's easier than just doing it by yourself. But there's not really a an easy answer for that honestly, but all of us start there where there's no one in chat. And like, even now, like I have times where people are just not talking and you kind of got to keep yourself entertained and keep moving, 
keep commenting on the game whenever you can and just keep it moving forward. Just don't focus on the fact that no one's talking. The best thing that I found for me is the people you surround yourself with, even in gameplay. Make sure it's people that you genuinely enjoy playing with because there have been times where my chat has been popping that I've been so immersed in the conversation with, you know, the people in Discord that I'm playing with, I forgot to look over at chat. And that's okay. Like, we understand that. But make sure you are paying attention to chat because someone could ask a very important question. Someone could say something, you know, hey, your audio went out or hey, your visuals went out. But make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that will help those slow days, essentially. Right. And I think it's also super, super important to... um you know, kind of just realize that the people you bring on your stream are a representation of you as well. So just make sure you're gaming with people that you would want to uh, have represent you. Right. And make sure that you trust the people that are coming through your gameplay. Sauce actually learned from a, an experience recently uh, about people saying stuff through your gameplay. And uh, he got he got a little scared. He, he was worried that he was going to get banned, and we weren't going to let that happen. Yeah, um, so we did have an uh, unfortunate event happen a while back um, that we have made adjustments for. So moving forward, I will be uh, implementing a little bit more security on my uh, Discord and bringing people in manually whenever we're playing games and so on and so forth. It's a shame that people do things to uh, hurt other people and to uh, have malicious intent in general, but it is what it is. Um, and Layla, I can talk about it. Uh, somebody came in my in the stream and uh, went into our voice chat when we were playing Among Us and played racist content. So we immediately got them out and banned them from chat and Discord. But it is something that happened, and I'm sorry to anyone that heard it, and I'm sorry that it happened in general. Uh, I do. I do take why, responsibility for it. That's why I use Discord instead of game chat. I I have more control over Discord chat, like with the flick of a button, literally. Y'all won't even know it, but I can mute everything. And it's for security because essentially you're not going to get yourself banned from Twitch. You're going to get me banned because you're in my live stream. And the same goes with Sauce or Dr. Disrespect, Nick, like anybody. It, it doesn't matter. It's we're trusting you guys to be somewhat professional. Um, I've, I've actually played with someone that I truly enjoy playing with that has dropped a couple, you know, words that I don't normally approve. I'm like, Hey, whoa, don't say that. And they apologize. It's hard because essentially we have to be like, we have to look out for ourselves at the end of the day. That's what it is. So make sure that you're the people you are surrounding yourself with to get you through those slow times are good people that you do trust. I agree. 100%. Uh, Lucky has a uh, really good comment here. He said, All right, it's Lucky Bard underscore games. If you guys are looking for him on Twitch, super awesome guy, awesome content creator. Shout out to him. Uh, he said, I like to go back and watch my streams and see what I can improve on and find out how I can be more entertaining or if my mic audio is lower than my game audio or if my stream pixeled, uh, pixelated or anything like that, which is a great practice to be in. Have your VODs turned on and watch your VODs. That's how you're going to get better. Yes, I actually um, started doing that. I got the tip from Lines Faded. Actually, want to give a shout out to him, Lines Faded. So when I was when I first started streaming, my streams are only like an hour to two hours long, and I was able to go back and watch those videos and learn from it. But 
now that my streams are four, five, six, seven, eight hours long, that's not so easy to go back and watch anymore. So please don't be afraid to ask your chat, how do I sound? How do I look? How does the gameplay look? How does, you know, how's the game sound? Chat will tell you. That they will. Honestly, a really good tip that I uh, have heard recently, and uh, I wish I would have done this. Whenever you are thinking about streaming, and you want to work on like commenta uh, commentating your gameplay, go ahead and start playing. Turn on a video that you're not streaming, just recording yourself, and try to keep yourself talking the entire time while you're playing. Watch it back and continuously critique yourself on what you can do better. And by the end of that, you're going to be fantastic, and you'll be ready to stream without a problem and you'll be great at it sneaks gaming ttv just said talk to sacred about audio issues he is anal about audio 100 man good audio is more important than good video 100 i can tell you from a fact that a good 75 percent of my community listens to the gameplay and me talking more than they actually watch the stream because i play during the day so a lot of people have me on their second monitor while they're doing something at work or have me in the background while they're doing something. So my audio is way more important than what video is on the on the screen. Hands down. Audio is like 80% of a great stream, my opinion. L uh, Lily Ray said, Sacred, can we make a play date for Thursday so you can teach me the ways of OBS so you know we don't have to repeat or have a repeat of Friday and me trying to stream Halo? Absolutely, Lily. Just uh, let me know in Discord when you want to, and I'll be more than happy to help you. I'm more than, ha more than happy to help anyone with their audio. I've done it numerous times with people in the community. Just ask. That's all you got to do is ask. Audio is one of the toughest things to be able to test by yourself. So I've, uh, I usually go live whenever I'm testing a new audio thing, and I actually have whoever pops in just tell me how it sounds. <laughs> like I think that's the most important thing is just getting feedback from somebody on how it sounds. Absolutely. Man, this has been an amazing episode, man. We had the wife take over, which chat freaking loved, at least on my end. I don't I didn't get to see Yeah, it her. was it was pretty popular, that's for sure. They there was a suggestion that um the wives take over again, except this time they do gameplay and they could um get some of the other the women in the community to play with them as well, like Lily and Jeepin and Angel Girl. That would be yeah, really Yeah, I saw fun. a wifey squad. That would be awesome. I mean, we can we can try to make it happen. I just got to convince the mama saucy. One tip for new streamers. Are you, if you are questioning your audio or video quality or anything with your stream, ask a streamer. I can't say that enough. Nothing is worse than browsing streams that look and sound like shit. True comment. That's true. Like it's, it's tough. It's super difficult to get everything perfect. It takes time. It's not easy. So if you need help, ask. It's what we do. We literally do this for a living now. So we, we know a little bit about what we're talking about to uh, make our stream look okay, at least. I think my stream looks all right. Experience and a little bit of ingenuity and experimentation because all this didn't just happen. Like the stuff on my stream didn't just happen. The stuff on Salsa stream didn't just happen. The stuff on Nick Merckx or Dr. Disrespect or Tim the Tabman, whatever streamer you admire, it didn't just happen. A lot of experimentation. If you guys go back and look at all my VODs, if you could, there was there was a time period of two weeks where I think I changed all like my stream setup. I think it was like six times, like the design of my stream and the content and the lettering and the wording and the outlines and how everything it takes time. Experiment, try new things. Don't be afraid to try stuff on stream. That's how you make things right.
tweak a little bit at a time until you get it right. And you're never done tweaking ever. Like I still tweak things regularly. Like today I added three new emotes because, you know, I wanted to. <laughs> it's always like a little a little bit of a change here, a little bit of a change there until you get where you want to be. But uh, yeah, I think that about wraps everything up right there, Sacred. So thank you so much for tuning in to Fat, Bearded, and Beautiful with your host, Sacred Vision. And Sauce McSaucy. We'll catch you next week, guys.